It's Matthew 7, verse 24 to 29. And it's wise and foolish builders. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who builds his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. you lots. This is very exciting, isn't it? Back in church, back singing, and I am feeling very excited today because Ben Cook, who some of you might know, he looks after lots of our building stuff here. He's given me a job. I'm not very good at practical stuff, but he said I can do this one, and he's given me, hello to you at home as well if you're watching, he's given me some building instructions and some equipment here. So I'm just going to have a look at these. You see what it says? I don't think he trusts me. It says, listen, listen and do. Here's a little letter he's written for me. Dear David, I need you to put some extra foundations at the front of church for the tower that's coming. That'll be exciting. I think we're going to have some building work up here later on in the summer for the tower that's coming for some building work. The instructions are pretty insipid pretty simple. As long as you listen and do what they say. I've made a map at the front of church. Some of you might be able to see that here, which looks like three rows of squares. It's a bit like this. You might see it on the screen as well. We got it on the screen? Ah, there it is. The bottom left-hand square, that one over there, is number one. So always start there. Hope all goes well. Love, Ben. Now, I've got to put the blocks on certain squares. It seems a bit complicated, but we better listen and do. Does anyone want to help me with this, actually? I get, is it? Would you, would you like to? Yeah, Leah, do you want to come? Oh, Holly, sorry, Holly. Holly, you come out. Holly, that's brilliant. It's brilliant. Can you come and stand on this bottom square? The rest of you can look, and then face that way. Face that way. Um, that's it. Have a little wait. Uh, Holly, this is great. Now, I'm going to say some instructions, and you've just got to follow them. It's just stepping around these squares. And the rest of you can look at the numbers. We're going to start at the bottom, and you can see if you can work out which number we've got to. See, here's the first instruction. Are you ready? It's one step forward. Can you take one step forward? Pretty good. Three steps right to the right, which is over this way. 
One, two, oh, pretty good, pretty good. And then one step forward that way. Which number would that be? Twelve, twelve. Now, I've got to put some blocks down there. All right, let's put these here. I'll put some there. Oh, very good. Can you come back to number one again? You're very good at this. Have you done this kind of thing before? No, this is your first time. You're very good at listening and doing. This is great. You do, have you done stuff about maps at school? Oh, you're all over this. But you're good at listening and doing. I bet you're good at listening and doing at home as well, aren't you? Yeah, bet you are. Right, now here's the next one. It's a bit different, this one. Can you take two steps forward? Very good. Then two right, two to the right, which is over this way again. Very good. Uh, one back. And then one, I don't think these are right, one right. And then one back again. Oh, that's it. Which is number, which number is that? Number four. You bet you worked that out quite quickly here. Here we go. I'm going to put some more of these down there. Holly, let me put these down. Can you go back to number one again? Because I think we've just got one more to do. There, right? I'm sure these would be great for that tower that's coming. Here's one. Now, Holly, just wait. I'm going to say these very quickly to give these guys a challenge to see if they can work out the number pretty quick. But then we'll go more slowly with you. Are you ready? See if you can work this one out. You can look at the grid up in the screen. It's two right, one forward, one right, one forward, two left, one back, one left. Did you get that? I'll go a little bit slower. Two right, one forward, one right, one forward, two left, one back, one left. See if you got it. Don't shout it out. Now I'm going to say it a bit slower for you, Holly. Here we go. Two to the right. That's brilliant. Uh, one forward. One right. One to the right this way. Oh, now you're going to have to be careful here. Then one forward again. There we go. Then two to the left. Oh, back over that way. Then one back. And then one to the left, which is that way. Did you get that? Well done. Number eight. I'm going to put some more blocks down there. Holly, that has been ever so good. Do you want to go and have a sit down? Give her a round of applause. Wow. Hey, that was, that was great, Holly, listening and doing. And that, that's, that'll come into what we're looking at in the Bible this morning. But those foundations are there for the tower. I'm sure Ben's going to be pretty happy with my work. But if you've got a Bible nearby at home or here in the building, uh, have a look at it. Turn back to that. Final reading, as Steve said, from the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter 7. We're just going to think about that. And let me ask you another question. I don't know if you've ever heard someone say something like this. A picture paints a thousand words. If you hear somebody say something like that, what they usually mean is a picture sometimes kind of describes things, sums them up. So if you think, try and think about a picture to describe your life at the moment. Maybe it feels like one of these. That top left one, like balloons. Maybe your life feels like a party. You're beginning to feel there's just lots and lots of fun in your life. Or that second picture at the top, maybe that's a picture that sums up your life. Feels like a roller coaster. If you've ever been on a roller coaster, there are ups 
and there are downs, maybe life feels a little bit like that at the moment. Uh, you've got ups and downs in life. Or that bottom picture, if you can see it, it's a bit of a car crash. Maybe you feel, you feel like your life is it's just a bit of a crash at the moment. Maybe something even happened this morning and you made a bit of a mistake and you feel, oh, it's all crashed down. It's not the way, it's not the way I wanted it to be. Well, in this part of the Bible that we've been reading, Jesus, well, he's sort of been a bit like an artist. He's been painting pictures for us with his words to capture our imagination, to help us understand what life, what life's about and how we should live. And if you've been here on Sunday mornings upstairs, we've heard some of the pictures he's used. He's described life like a, a journey heading towards a destination. Are you going in the right way? He's pictured life a bit like a growing tree. And he said, the people that you listen to, the people you listen to, do their lives produce good fruit? Are the good things that are coming out from it? And he's pictured life a bit like a court case. And he says, when God, the one who judges, will evaluate our lives, will it be, will he say it's been the right kind of life or not? And now, right here, the end of this sermon of Jesus, he's got one last picture left. And Jesus says, listen to this one. Jesus says, your life is a bit like a house that you build. Now, that sounds a bit funny, doesn't it? Until you stop and think, and you know that Jesus can't mean that you're somehow a bit like a house and, and your, your head's like the chimney sticking out of it. A bit like that. You pop up, pop up yeah, you, you know Jesus doesn't mean that, does he? Doesn't mean your, your life is kind of like a building with your, your head popping out the top. No, no, it's not like that. He's meaning, look, as you grow, as you and I grow, as you learn things and make decisions about the way you're going to live, you're sort of building your life the way the way a builder builds up a house. And Jesus says, look, there's a smart way to build, a wise way, and there's a daft way to build your house, a foolish way. Now, you might think, like houses, they're just kind of like houses. Houses are houses, aren't they? There's windows and doors and bedrooms and bathrooms. And lives, why well, aren't lives just kind of the same kind of things? There's the school and clothes and there's family and friends. And Jesus says, look, you're right. You're absolutely right when, with houses and lives, when you're looking at them, they do look sort of the same. But the real difference between a smart one and a daft one is the foundation they're built on. So how do we build a wise life? Well, this is what Jesus said. Let me read it again. It was from a reading we had earlier. He says this in verse 24. Everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. If you want a wise life, if you want the right life, Jesus says the thing you need to do is, is listen and do. And when it comes to Jesus' words, we need to listen and do. How awake are you feeling this morning? What does Jesus want us to do? L listen, yeah, yeah. V very awake this morning. What does Jesus want us to do? That is, that is bit, I think you can go one louder than that. What does Jesus want us to do? Listen and do. 
that's right. That's the big picture of life. Every decision I make, I'm building a little bit more of my life. And if I do that, listening and doing what Jesus says, he says I'll have a wise life. It's quite a thought for grown-ups as well, isn't it? All those decisions you make. What to do with weekends, what to do with working weeks, going to uni, going to work, investing our money, investing our lives. Jesus says we'll make those decisions and most of the time our lives will look the same. But they could be resting on one of two different foundations. We make decisions based upon what we love best and what we think is true. And Jesus says there's really only two foundations. Build your life on one, and you're wise. Build your life on the other, not so much. Listen and do. Keep that in mind. I'm going to get our musicians back up. We're going to sing one more song, and then think about something else Jesus says here. So musicians are going to make their way back up. Don't build your house on the sandy line. That's what Jesus says. Jesus wants us to listen and do. And you might think, well, why does he want to do that? Well, I think it's this. It's because Jesus knows life sometimes can be sad and scary. That's something else he said in our reading from the Bible. Let me read it again. Verse 25, uh, Jesus says this. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against the house. I don't know if you've ever been in a big storm. You ever been in a big storm, big thunderstorm, or, or seen one of those? Felt the wind, heard the thunder, seen the lightning? Maybe you've driven in one before. When you drive in one and you feel the car being buffeted around. Maybe you've had a holiday in Scotland as well. You know what it's like in the summer. And it's a little worrying because your life gets shaken. It feels a bit wobbly and you're not sure. And Jesus says, sometimes in, in life as well, there, there are other things that can be sad and scary. People can be unkind to us. And it feels like a storm that shakes us. People we love get sick sometimes. And it's like a storm that shakes us. Heartbreak can leave you sad. And it's like a storm that shakes us. There can be disappointments at work or even at school. And it's like a storm that shakes us, Jesus says. It can be sad and scary. And the thing is, even if you manage to live one of those lives where you avoid lots of those things, you, you still won't avoid the storm because all through the Bible, God keeps telling us, because most of us, we've, we kind of live turning away from God. And one day this, will li this life will be over. And because of that, we would find ourselves without God. And that would really be sad and scary. Everything we've built will be blown away. But what you keep hearing from the Bible is that God sent Jesus, his son, who just happens to be the best person ever, the most amazing person, the most loving person, uh, the kindest person. And he came to do something about that. He came to do something about everything in the world that is, is sad and scary. And he says, if we want his help, when he speaks to us, we need to listen and do because, well, here's the thing, it's because Jesus is wise and secure. That's what he says 
in, in these verses as well. He says in verse 24, therefore, everyone who hears, hears these words of, of mine, that's what Jesus says, everyone who hears these words of mine puts them into practice is like a wise man. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation uh, on the rock. There you go. There's your house. There's the storms coming. Jesus is saying to us, look, even if the saddest thing, even if the scariest thing happened to you, if you're someone who's built their life listening and doing what Jesus says, you'll find your friends with him. And he'll make you wise and he'll keep you safe. All through the Bible, God tells us that how Jesus would come, not because we're good, but because he is, and he would die on the cross to rescue us. He went through the saddest and the scariest thing for us. And so we're to listen and do what he says when he tells us to trust him and live for him. And even when this life is over, he's able to bring us to his home in heaven. Right back at the beginning of the sermon, he said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Everyone who trusts Jesus, that's where he'll bring us. So what do we do? Oh, we listen and do. Those of you who are teenagers, uh, you want a wise life. This, this September, as you head back into school, uh, live trusting Jesus. Build your life around him and what he says. There's lots of voices speaking to you. You'll, you'll hear them on TikTok. You'll hear them on YouTube. And they're saying, listen and do what we say. But Jesus, who loves you, says, listen and do what I say. And I will give your life a foundation that will last through any storm. Mums and dads, what are the ambitions you have uh, for your children? And what the hopes you have, what the worries you have, give yourself to this one, that they'll listen and do what Jesus says. And if we want them to be excited about that, you know, we need to model it as well as we gather as church. Why do we come? Because we love Jesus best and we trust him. And so we want to listen and do. All of us. We call this little series going through the Sermon on the Mount the new normal. But it's really the old normal. And it's the right normal. Now listen and do what Jesus says. Let's stop and pray together briefly, and then Steve is going to come back up. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you very much. You are the kindest, most amazing person ever. And thank you. You want us to have lives that are wise and secure, have solid foundations, and we'll have that if we come to you and listen and do what you say. Please help us to do that. We ask it in your name. Amen.